Hi, everyone. Welcome back to an episode of Dish, a Bachelor Real Housewives crossover podcast. I am your host, Hannah. And this week we are still without Haley. She is still on her Grecian honeymoon. So I am joined today by not one, but two co-hosts. And one of them is David. Welcome back, David, from last week. Thank you. I'm honored to be back again. Honored to be back. And then we have a new fresh face, Mikey. Hello there. Hi. Guys, I'm so happy you're here. We already know David's backstory, so... We can do a brief introduction with Mikey. He is a fellow trash person in that he watches every ounce of television out there. Um, yep. Human like, trash bag. Human trash bag. Like, we, <laughs> like, Mikey and I are still watching Teen Mom, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, that's not ideal. D- but... Does that include t- Teen Mom 2? Yeah. Is that the same show? It's the same show, different cast. Mikey, do you watch okay. Teen Mom 2 or just OG? Mainly OG. Okay, that's fair. That's totally fair. So he still, so that's that's his, that's really all you really need to know about him is that we still watch Teen Mom and we are in our 30s. Yep. And I will so are say they that, almost though. Oh yeah, they're, we basically grew up with these people. Like we're invested in them. So our claim to fame is one time a couple of years back, when the Lemonade album came out from Beyonce, Mike and I went we to went a, to town. We went to town. We went. Okay, so it was. I believe it was a housewarming. No, it was birthday. It we was were birthday. on the, it was on, on like a rooftop party occasion on a rooftop. Yes, um, hosted by our friends and Mikey and I sequestered. I we did planned but we we got to talking okay about about the lemonade album and for two to three hours we i think we both might have browned out (laughs) at least browned out oh i i would say that i was in a full blackout by the end of it we sat down for literally hours with several bottles didn't talk to a Mm. single other person at the party i couldn't nope what was happening and we just talked about beyonce and like I, right and we debated for at least we we debated because i feel like you were on one side and i was on the other side and we came to a really long understanding at the end of it and we, we i can't did. remember what the understanding was but it was beautiful and i don't even remember what the sides were no no i think i my argument was that it was like a powerful feminist manifesto and i think you had a different stance which i don't remember what it was and we somehow met in the middle. Was it was it both positive about the album? Oh, okay. well, actually, Mikey, okay. what was your stance? Did you not like it? I, I do. I literally don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll never. My know. stance was probably not as glowing as yours. I would guess. Yeah. If we were. Yeah. Because. Yeah. If we were arguing. But we met in the middle, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters is we we have a common understanding. Okay. On that note. I think we should start with with Salt Lake City. We decided we're going to recap Salt Lake City this week, um, the premiere. And we're all starting fresh because I don't know if either of you watched the first season, but... Oh, maybe you did. Watched some right. of it. David, did you? Uh, only when uh, my wife had it on the background. Mm-hmm. Classic. When, I, it's, I, when it's on the background, but then you find yourself just sitting down and <laughs> totally watching. No, I am... 
I, I will admit the housewives is something that I, I am not as engaged with as much as like my sideline viewing as the bachelor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this was, this was the, um, the premiere and I would, I mean, I thought this was a really good episode. What did you guys think? I felt David. bombs were dropping. But left and right. I was left and right. I was actually laughing out loud at some points. It was an absolute minefield. I was laughing yeah. hysterically at multiple occasions. Okay, good. Okay. David, you're noticing you're pretty quiet over there. Well, <laughs> I, I, I would I will say I thought that the episode was gonna be about this woman being arrested, so I was I kind of felt like a letdown. Well, that's coming, but it had it can't happen episode one. I guess from the opening, I thought that's what the episode was going to be about. And so I was well, it, a little but disappointed. It did, it did kind of open with that. I thought it was funny that they started with like everyone getting the update in that party bus. Just like, oh, yeah. God, she's going to jail. And then it like fl- that's like a flash forward. And then it goes back to like the start of the season. And she's like, now I'm going to talk about how rich I am. Exactly. Yeah. And Which is I understand. Worse. I understand that it was setting up the season. It's just in my head, I was expecting it to go straight into that. So, yeah, um, that makes but sense. it was, it was certainly, it was, you know, a carrot, I guess I would call it, it was right. A carrot. Certainly, yeah. certainly, certainly. I would say also that um, the thing that Bravo's doing and they do it honestly way too much where they do a teaser or something really dramatic and then they'll be like, four months earlier or even Mm. like two hours earlier they do it all the time so that's that was absolutely no surprise that they pulled that um but we will get to the arrest in due time they tease it every yeah every preview every it's breaking news this is Mm. this is the like erica jane scandal of salt lake city like this is like the big honestly there needs to be some sort of like legal scandal in every franchise so we can get more of this because because then i i mean yeah. i'm i'm i love it i love it when it's, there's a legal problem it is it is a plot mcguffin yep yep my first note here is that jen reveals that they have moved into a new chalet and yes. that they were renting that entire time and still are do we think that's for the show um, I mean, I, it seems like it's, you know, like, obviously, if she's a criminal, <laughs> which I think we know now, like a lot of this was for 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 show, right? And I think for status. Show. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I would say that even if she wasn't arrested, that maybe this would have become a theme over following seasons, because there was a constant need to, I think, to have this image of wealth. Keep up appearances. Her. Correct. I think yeah. that's also just standard Ponzi scheme, like modus operandi it's like just don't invest in anything long term just spend like as much as you can as fast as you can because they all like deep down know they're gonna get caught at some point yeah totally that's that's really good that's really good feedback i honestly didn't think about that but you're so right because they are spending like crazy what's the point um, in investing in a home that's just gonna get like repossessed foreclosed on yeah pay you know restitution Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so do we? And, I don't want to get right into the arrest right away. Is this a mm-hmm. little early, or we can we can we can speculate? Well, we can talk how about much it. do we think that the the husband? Because it it seemed like they were a little estranged, right? How much do we think that he was involved in this? Because then, if he is okay with you know moving from house to house as well, that maybe he has some mm-hmm. visibility into the crime. 
Yeah. Well, see, I I heard someone on the episode say that they were both charged or like accused of this. Hmm. And I thought it was just Jen, which I guess was naive of me to think that. But, le- but let me, because I always wondered, like, he's a coach, right? Like, uh, he's a football coach for mm-hmm. a college team. Yeah, and, and it's a successful mind, one, too. Like a Pac-12. It's, it's not a small school at all. Okay, I... so tell me if this sounds right. Because I don't know anything about football or sports or salaries. So I looked this up. It says Sharif officially shifted to a full-time coaching gig in 2012 he's a cornerback coach for Mm -hmm. the utes yeah the utah utes university okay okay and he's also a coordinator for special teams yeah and last reported the most recent information about sharif's salary was that he made four hundred and sixty three thousand dollars in 2018 yeah that's about what i would have guessed to be honest really yeah yep the, the, guys, no, I mean, as, a, as a college special teams coach coordinator yeah yeah for sure clear in the first season that there's no way on his income they could be living that life and then the whole thing with health like bad weather heather talking about you know i don't know what she does she says she she says what she does i still don't get it i was like ah okay something sketchy is going on mm-hmm. yeah. so are you surprised by how much he makes hannah or i'm you... shocked so, I mean, like, if you put it in comparison, like, the head coach at Wazoo makes, like, three and a half million dollars, right? Like, and yeah. so their assistants are going to be making around that range, yeah. For a college team. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's, like, a big, big time. And I, I love that Mikey and I are now on a podcast and slowly turning into a sports podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. I'm glad. I'm honestly glad that I have you here because this is, this is, yeah. hmm. I don't really know what to think about this cornerback coach, cornerback. Yeah, special and I, yeah, I would I would guess too that um, the like the special teams coordinator is like a larger role as well. But you know, as a cornerback coach, it's also they're trying to find like good recruiters. So I'd assume he's like you know bringing in like some top talent into the school potentially, and that has like a lot of value. So mm-hmm. it's not that necessarily just the coaching, travel. but it's also exactly yeah, the, the travel for recruiting is insane. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes more sense. Well, yeah, I don't know who's bringing in the the most wealth between the two of them, but something's going on. Oh, definitely, um, definitely, Jen Shaw. It's just not yeah. legitimate. So? Yeah. Oh, okay. absolutely. They couldn't afford that house. You can't be living in in that area doing all that stuff on his income. I mean, I, income. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, not at that level. Real okay to me. That's like a ton. You don't think so? That's like. No, because they're like that's a ton of money. I just don't know if they could live like they're living like they live, you know, top 0.1%. It seems, yeah, 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 you're right, you're so right. Okay, okay, she probably they probably make as much money as him on the show, and that's like their side gig, or at least it starts out that way, yeah, yeah. And that's the only thing I would say is if it's not the Ponzi scheme that's dictating where they're living as a coach, there's obviously just like a lot of movement as you don't really know year to year where you're going to be. And mm-hmm. so, like, that could maybe make sense as to why they're renting as well. So, if, if we're yeah. trying to give her some credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. What's on our next sports podcast that we're going to do? Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, we, this is getting, we're getting too far down, down the road here. Um, I do just want to note that Jen in her wedding photos, did anyone see that? Completely yeah. unrecognizable. Same Completely. with later, later they show, um, uh, 
wow, Heather. Yeah. Heather's old photos too. And I was like, that is not the same person. These, these people look completely different. Like, Interesting. I think they've got, they've just gotten way too much work done. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And so especially was, just those two in particular. Was Jen the one whose mom had passed away or dad had passed mm-hmm. away? Yes. Jen yeah. was the one that smelled like hospital. I thought that her mom almost looked like younger than Jen just because Jen has had so much work done that it's yeah. like you assume they're older than they actually are yeah. yeah yeah it wasn't good it wasn't good um so she yeah we we revisit with Jen she's in a new house Meredith um also just moved into a new home it, they all look relatively the same these homes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then we we pivot to whitney you guys I, I need to talk to you both about whitney whitney and her stepsons who are literally four years younger than she is mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. okay whitney whitney so, likes to likes to have fun especially when younger <laughs> men show up whitney whitney loves being the hot stepmom okay oh, i have yes. a question what would you guys do knowing your your current family dynamics if you at your age right now your dad married whitney rose i would cry well literally <laughs> what what would you do with that i would i would have i feel like i'd have to have a very honest conversation about <laughs> my dad's priorities and values in life <laughs> i guess i guess that's not fair because because she Whitney married this guy like over 10 years ago. So so in her defense, these were not like 30-year-old men when they when they got married. They were only the, I think the more but, important question is if you went over to your dad's house oh, and oh, his okay. 30-something <laughs> wife was literally blacked out wearing in a bikini. In a bikini with like the largest breasts on earth. <laughs> How would yeah. you handle that? And I think my answer would be <laughs> I would leave. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't lean in and take shots no. and get in the hot tub? I think I would feel just so uncomfortable. What what's my dad doing? My dad's just sitting there. I mean, what's Justin Rose doing in this situation? He's kind of giggling over there in the corner. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is time for me to leave, I think. <laughs> and, and there's a whole film crew. Yeah, and there's a whole and there's a film crew. I I don't want to be filmed being uncomfortable. I mean, the the kids, I wouldn't say they looked comfortable. Would you agree? No, no not at all. Absolutely not. No. Oh, that was, it was hard to watch. And she was like, let's take a shot of tequila. Or like, she was like, shotski time. Shotski. Yeah, they all, took, they all took a shot. I actually did laugh, laugh, laugh really hard at Whitney and the cake. The little, the little ditty with her dropping the cake three times. I thought that was very funny. That was funny. Anyone yes. else? Yeah, that w- that received a lot of laughter from Amy at the time. I remember. Oh, that made me laugh you. as well. You didn't, you didn't maybe think that was funny, David? Oh, it was uh, maybe oh. a slight grin. Oh, there was something else that Wit uh, while Rose did that made me laugh more though. <laughs> Why? Oh, you know when she said, "Oh, so, some of you guys might be surprised, but believe it or not, my skin wasn't perfect when I was poor." So <laughs> I'm coming out. <laughs> She's like, I'll help other people that are poor learn what to do when they're actually spend money on this shit like I can now. Mm-hmm. And also, she's it, that makes no sense. She's like, I used to go to Whole Foods and mix different oils together <laughs> to make my own oils. Secondly, 
her her quote unquote bad skin photo is clearly a picture after she's gotten like a chemical peel at the dermatologist. That is not a mm-hmm. bad skin photo. That's what your face looks like literally burned off by a laser at a dermatologist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. for everyone out there okay who wants to yes be- actually had bad skin show me a picture of your acne okay show me a picture of your acne and then i'll has, believe has, you when you're fucking want to buy your skincare line has mm-hmm. there been many instances of real housewife uh individuals like making it big with a product line like is she just like the latest in a cash no. grab or uh, honestly all of the all of the housewives that have tried to m- launch a business, I will say it has been unsuccessful ninety eight percent of the time. I can't. I actually what, can't what, like think Gretchen of- Butte. Oh, Gretchen Gretchen Butte. Also, her handbag line that is absolutely nowhere. Wines by mm-hmm. Y. Statement necklaces. Mm-hmm. We've got. We've got literally. Like they're the options. Oh, Cynthia Bailey's sunglasses, um, Cynthia Bailey's wine cellar, Nini. Like there, there's so many housewife businesses that have failed, crashed, and burned. Whitney, mm-hmm. don't like. Guess what? The market's saturated. No one needs another skincare line. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to argue that Jen Shaw maybe had the most successful business up until her arrest. So we have to mm-hmm. give her some credit. Yeah, and we I have know. to give Whitney credit for not having extorted any grandmothers yet maybe i don't know yeah there's still time there's still Um, time for sure there's still time so anyway yeah whitney whitney is a trip i love that she was like i want to make my own money so i don't have to do this anymore and then like does a does like a bj motion yeah did anyone catch that yeah i did i did laugh at that point i wonder if that's like god it must just be because she's not attracted there's no way she's attracted to that guy right Right. I mean, he's clearly, he's clearly a, I, I think he's a person, it seems like, and she can like tolerate him, but she clearly is in it for the lifestyle. Uh, yes. I think that we can be 100% certain of that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, I don't think there's any know, way that she's like, oh, I'd live in a cardboard box with old Justin Rose. <laughs> I know, but but it, but it does. I think I don't know if you guys remember this from last season, but I think she she was married. Yeah, they were both married and they met her and Justin met at work and like instantly fell in love. It, they like couldn't deny their connection and then both left their partners and got married to each other. So maybe so maybe it's start maybe he used to be hot. I don't know. It, it's confusing. It's confusing, but I but you can tell she's kind of like I don't really want to have sex with my husband anymore, which is why I want to start a skincare line, you know? Yes. And then she'll get divorced and she'll come up with some BS reason for why. Mm-hmm. I know it's only matters. It's going to be foundational stuff. Irreconcilable differences. AKA, like, I started dating your son, who is closer to my age and hotter than you. Okay. Yes. yes. So... Then we move on to Mary Cosby, who who starts a podcast about Jesus. And mm-hmm. any thoughts on that? I, I mean, the, the takeaway was, is that I am uh, very scared of this individual. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, and I think the, the, the potential impact she's going to have on people's lives, whoever, I mean, I don't know who would choose to listen to that podcast, but evidently enough mm-hmm. to maybe that she'll have some influence. Mm-hmm. her congregation so she has a full church she has a full congregation of loyal loyal followers 
I mean, I, I thought it was hilarious. Well, first of all, she said she thinks maybe the money is affecting Robert Jr. I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I also thought it was funny when she started saying, I've smoked blunts. And then very quickly, she was sobbing, saying <laughs> she cannot relate to humans, only to God. And the other two hosts are like, well, we're humans, but whatever. It's like <laughs> this woman has an immense amount of power. She, you guys, she's, she's, she's pretty scary. She's um, ripping. In I know. Power. I, <laughs> I fear her a little bit. Um, and, and so I she heard... also was the one who like married her grandfather or something yes. like that. Is that grandmother right? fucker or grandfather fucker, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. She Wait, married what? her, she her... married her grandma's second husband. Yes. So not technically. So not. I like the way Mikey phrased it, though. That 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 visualizes it for me, though. So. Yep. You know. You know. But but when um, her grandmother was on her deathbed, she said, "Please take care of my husband." And she said, mm-hmm. "I will do that." Mm-hmm. So it's another a heartfelt story. It was a heartfelt story, but I and I feel I feel bad for her because she clearly is in a miserable like there is absolutely no love in that relationship and she's traumatized because she has had to have sex with a older grandfather figure her whole life a grandfather yeah and now they sleep in separate bedrooms i think they pretty much like maybe had sex one time um to like conceive their son and then like let it go they sleep oh, wow. in they se- totally separate rooms. yeah they have a son robert jr robert jr is being maybe possibly affected by the money Mm-hmm. We don't know, but it's a possibility. Yes. I honestly did kind of enjoy that little scene of her recording the podcast. I felt that these guys were, it was just this little trio of people made me giggle. Yeah. Um, and then we go to our new housewife, Jenny, who I really enjoyed. And it is revealed that she's 45 years of age. Jesus Christ. She looks like she's 24. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Th- those are the, the Asian good genes that that she has totally and i could not i mean i i got a kick out of her i really like her mm-hmm. i love her her, her, her kids are asian not bijan that's right that's right her kids have charisma for days mm-hmm. and i don't think we we didn't do that much of a focus on lisa um in this episode we did i just want to say like because lisa's she has kids at the age right now that are going through their most painful awkward time of their lives and they're like all over the show and I feel so bad that they have to like this is gonna this is gonna be out there forever and if I was a t- I, I mean as a teenager I'd probably agree to be on the show of course if my parents were like gonna be on Real Housewives but then I would try to live it down for the rest of my life yeah I, I, I would I would hate the idea of knowing that um myself like in middle school or high school was being recorded at all times um i mean my door would have been shut to my bedroom most of the time and yeah you know it's not like i would be that interesting but i can only imagine how miserable that must be yeah i know i just but i do this is giving me kind of like real housewives of orange county vibes like initial seasons because i love when everyone had like the kids are a big focus of this franchise and I love it. Like they all kind of have teenagers around the same age or like maybe like junior high, like middle schoolers. And I'm just, I'm loving watching the moms and their teens. Aren't you? Yeah. What, what was your review of the new housewife, by the way? Like what's your early, early call? 
I really like her. I don't, it's sometimes it takes me a while to warm up to new cast members, but I, I liked Jenny. I, it's important that the new cast members are friends with existing cast members. So they, so it's kind of like a more natural introduction to the group and they have like a, you know, an ally coming into it and they can like get the whole rundown. It's, it, it's a lot worse when um, the new housewife like doesn't really know anyone. Mm-hmm. And I like that she um, knows Lisa. They were friends for a long time. It looks like she's like just quirky and insane enough to like be on the show, but like, TBD. I know in one of the teasers, she like loses it on someone and like screams. So I feel like she, she's going to bring it, but I don't know, but you know, it's only been one episode, but my initial thoughts are, I support her. I like her. I think it's sad that she thinks her husband is a butterface. That's true. Oh, I forgot we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. That was, that was one of the more interesting parts of the episode. I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, was he real? I didn't really think he was that bad. I was like, wow, his body. Ooh, what's going on with that face? <sighs> and she just talked about like how nice he was, right? That that was like really what sold her. But <laughs> he mm-hmm. seen he seen, and I mean, evidently he's taken the punches because I'm sure she's told him that enough times. Oh yeah. And then I think that's it. So I I'm feeling good about I'm feeling good about the episode. I'm excited for the rest of the season. I I really enjoyed all the up. I love I love the first episode of the season. We get to catch up with what everyone's been up to, meet new people see all the changes everyone's made and the new like haircuts and the, the lip fillers that they've got and the new, the new chalets. And it's just a fun, it's just a fun like catch up episode. Yeah. I you also my favorite part of the episode, which was the lady who was ordering food for the entire group. And then just mm-hmm. saying like, I don't want to split a side salad with someone and was ordering like risotto balls and everything. And it was mm-hmm. perhaps the most relatable part of the episode I felt like for myself. So I appreciated her. Totally. One thing that is, my favorite thing about housewives is that they never cut the orders. They always leave in that what the housewives are ordering, which is honestly my favorite part. And there's, there's this account I follow on Instagram called real housewives orders. And it's just clips of uh, like, I think every day there's like, they release like a couple different ones of like, old episodes, new episodes, you know, franchises that aren't on anymore, like brand new ones that premiered last night of like just housewives ordering and just like what their orders are. Drink orders, food orders. It's amazing. So I encourage everyone out there to go follow that account. I'll check it out. Oh, okay. Okay. I would also, I would also (laughs) like to say that I'm not sure if Meredith and Lisa are real people or if they're both just characters that are being played Excellently, by the way, by uh, Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Yes, especially Meredith. Oh my god, totally. They do have a similarity. Last season, it took me a while to kind of really understand the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. And when they were sitting down, and Lisa was like, "We're good, we're fine," like she just didn't want to talk anymore. And I was like, "Yeah, no, that's because you're the same people." Yeah, uh, I. <laughs> I I can see that. I think that really wraps it up. Any any final thoughts on Salt Lake City? My only question is, uh, where does like Salt Lake City like stack rank for you in terms of like all the Bachelors or not Bachelor uh, Housewife uh, mm-hmm. different series? Because I, I I mentioned on the last podcast, but I I know Amy, my wife, was very very excited about Salt Lake City, and so it seemed like it had like a really great debut season, and it seems like it's one of her favorites. Where does it rank for you? grand scheme yeah of um, all the shows 
Well, I will say I, I was not, I of course have seen every episode and watched every, um, watched them all on release night, but <laughs> I, um, I, for some reason it's taking me a bit longer to warm up. I think it's because the last season was kind of, um, I think it was cut short due to COVID. Uh, it, it was kind of like a season where they were all getting their footing. Usually, usually in the first season of a new franchise, it's the women are still trying to um, put on a show and like act a certain way and not like put it all out there. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's hard for me. Like I love it when they're like at their full level of crazy. Um, which I understand. Like when you're, when, you know, when it's your first season, you don't really know what's going on yet, and you, you you're just trying to like it all out and like look like a sane person. So mm-hmm. it took, it's taken me a bit longer to get fully, fully immersed. Like I will say this trailer or this first episode of season two got me really, really excited. And I do like all the women. I, I think it's, it's a nice storyline. I love like the wintry vibe. It's like, we don't get that really anywhere else. So mm. I, I'm in, in terms of like where it would rank for me, obviously New York is my number one. I have to, I, I love Beverly Hills and then there's Atlanta. So those are my top three. I would say, mm, mm, honestly, probably like five or six. I okay. really so not like up it, there. but it's not in my top three. I mean, there's like 15 different versions of this show, right? So that's, that's solid. I would say. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not, it's not at the bottom which uh, was Dallas before it was on, like, they were like, we can't keep this going. So Dallas is like uh, canceled indefinitely, um, but, or on pause indefinitely. So it's definitely not at the bottom. I, I am really enjoying myself. I really do like it, but it takes me a while to warm up. So that's where I'm at. Cool. Okay. Well, should we move on to Bachelor? Let's move on to Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. So, wow, you guys, I... We were last week, we were all calling for Brendan and Piper to be exposed and like kicked off the beach. And now that they basically have done that, I feel a little empty inside. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. What's how do you next? guys feel? Well, I love that Grocery Joe is the enforcer. Mm-hmm. I love that he has just like pick that up like he's like all right i guess it's me <laughs> I, I mean i i made this observation last time that i felt like he was you know like my avatar in this show and that he was literally saying and thinking everything that i was thinking at that point mm-hmm. and i mean i think the favorite visual from this episode is at the start when he is flanked by like six or seven different women he's like all right <laughs> let's go talk to them and it's it's it's, it's it looks like a coordinated military attack, like how they're approaching them. And you just see Piper and Brennan's like, "Uh oh, what's happening? <laughs> they're coming yeah. for us." Um, mm-hmm. And so again, I think J- Grocery Store Joe is standing out as like you know the winner of this season, at least in the two episodes that I've watched. Yeah, he has really, he has really like become a star in these last two episodes, maybe even three episodes. I it's very it's very sexy. I feel like he's. Uh, He's doing it for me. Joe is doing it for me. Yeah, he's taking on the role of, like, group leader. Also, I have historically hated Demi. I cannot stand her. But this episode, I was like, she has some really good points. She was kind of like, yeah. She was, like, the sane one who was like, no, but this is why we want to know why you guys are here. She was, like, making sense in her confessionals. I was all for Demi. Yeah, and I felt like Joe, again, not to say that 
emphasize again that he was like my avatar in the show but <laughs> one of the notes i had last week was that i actually felt really sorry and sad for her like a lot of the like how drunk and how much she was throwing herself at kenny um yeah. it just felt like there was just like like a really hurt person under there and then joe literally says that he's like underneath all those layers you know there's like really you know some something there at least with demi and he made that observation mm-hmm. I, I totally agreed with it wow okay so david would you rather yes okay get, let me get let me actually give yes. you a fuck truck mary okay actually who would you rather go into the boom boom room with Grocery. Well, wait, wait till I finish the question <laughs> before answering. Okay, grocery yeah. store Joe, Riley, and who is the other one you liked? Ivan. Oh, Ivan. Yeah. You know what I think is funny is I I wasn't going to listen back at the previous episode, and then I did. And the main takeaway for me is that I talked about how attractive this men on every single show we <laughs> talked about were. <laughs> so. This does seem like to me like it's continuing to emphasize that I'm not actually married to someone named Amy. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, so for the two million dish followers, I guess I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. So what? what is, it? is it fuck Mary Kill or? <laughs> well, I guess I was gonna say who would you rather go into the boom boom room with, but obviously I know the answer to that, so scratch that. So let's just do a fuck Mary Kill, Riley, grocery store Joe, and Ivan. I would have to, I would say I would m- marry Joe. Yep. Fuck Ivan and kill Riley. Wow. Riley. <laughs> you would kill Riley? So you would fuck Riley after that whipped cream scene? Oh. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That was the only thing. I was disgusted by that entire act. <laughs> yeah. But Mikey and I, Mikey and I watched it together. We did, and, and we were we were on the edge of our seats. We couldn't stop. We were eyes wide open. We couldn't believe how rated R it became. The moment there was a toe involved, I was out completely, completely. I just kept on feeling like I wouldn't want anyone to do that to me unless I had lots of like notice and I could do a really good job of cleaning my. I still wouldn't want to, but I definitely want the notice if if it's like gotta happen gonna be some foot stuff yeah i i will say that i did note that riley's feet were impeccably clean they did look very clean did anyone but see the, that it, they were they were like the most beautiful feet i've ever seen no matter how clean they may look it is disgusting to me like i, okay. I could never imagine doing that would, would you would, you wouldn't ever would you know, i go look, into the boom boom room with toe? riley yeah i would <laughs> <laughs> I would, and I would yeah. never be the same, probably. Um, Mikey, okay, but... if, so, if if there was someone offering to, to lick whipped cream off your toe, you'd find that sexual? No. Okay. There. Okay. Well, I... But I would definitely suck the shit out of someone's toe if they found it sexual. <laughs> See, that's nice. Good but it's not you. doing it for me. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not about the toe. I'm just saying I would I would go into the boomer room with Riley. Ivan would be out. I would I would kill him immediately. Well, I think we knew that. But he's just <laughs> again, like, he just seems like a, st- a stand up guy, although he does come off as very boring this season from what I have seen. Like he's he, he's never not been boring. No, he's it, when he was on Tasha's season, I I thought he was very just like likable and sweet from the episodes and boring. I saw. And the, you know what likable and sweet means? Boring. 
<laughs> oh, it means you know what it means is friendzo. Friendzo, which he basically was friendzoned later in the episode yeah, by Kendall. Which, yeah, yes. that was that was the most one of the more painful parts. He was episode. rubbing her back, and she was like, "Stop fucking rub, rubbing my back." Stop. Yeah, and then and then he was like, he tried to be smooth, and he was like, "Hey, come here," like trying to get yeah. a kiss. And she was like, "I'm actually just feeling really uncomfortable right now, so um, if you could just get away from me." Yeah, that was that yeah. was I felt for my guy right there. I'm not gonna <laughs> Ooh, lie. Oh, that was rough. I feel like maybe do you see yourself in him? Do I see myself in Ivan? Yeah. Uh, I, think uh, you I mean might. I did just say that what did I say call him? That he's like a stand up guy. So no, I guess you I said did. that about Joe. You said that Joe was your avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Joe is my avatar. I do believe what? that. Um <laughs> you know, I feel like you're my therapist, Hannah, and I'm finding mm-hmm. myself through Bachelor in Paradise, which I this never would have guessed two weeks ago before I was a guest host on this show. So Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, okay, well, Mikey, I'm gonna give you a different scenario. Okay. Okay. Okay, fuck Chuck Mary, Thomas, Kenny, and what's that one guy's name with the teeth? You Isn't know, Kenny? he's biting no. people. No, the one who hates. Oh, Aaron. Thomas. Yeah, Aaron. The the human trash bag guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'll marry him because he seems kind of. I mean, he seems like a little dull, but. We could have some fun together. Mm-hmm. And then I'm killing Thomas, who I also think is called Curtis. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Who you think is called Curtis. Yep. And then who was left? Oh, yeah. I'm going to take Kenny into the Boom Boom Room, see what the fuss is about. It seems like Kenny, everyone wants to go to the Boom Boom Room with Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Well, Mikey, did you or did you not look up Kenny's nude photos? I did. I did. They. And it was so, pretty good. Pretty good. Is that informing your decision? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I only saw the flaccid, so I want to see the... The real deal. <laughs> the real thing. Yeah. Which okay. brings me to my, my next thought, which is the boners. I mean, I'm looking at all the stuff that's going on. We're wearing just swim trunks. I mean, unless they have like mm-hmm. tight underwear underneath, I don't know what's going on, but I'm wondering why there aren't more black rectangles covering boners during the show. I feel like mm-hmm. I'd be walking around with a, an erection the entire time if I was on <laughs> <laughs> I know, especially towards the end of the episode, it was very, it felt very like hot and heavy everyone was like doing a lot of like tongue work in the mari mari was licking kenny's mouth yeah yeah the the scene of kenny is i mean that is crazy to me (laughs) it is literal like oral surgery that he is doing on everyone that he comes in contact with (laughs) yeah and then there's a scene with um with wow i can't remember either of their names the guy abigail and noah and in the in the pool and it was very clear what was happening in the pool Mm -hmm. and i was like this is getting very and then there was a scene of um joe and serena p making out and becca and thomas were laying couldn't have been one foot away yeah they were all just it felt like just very like we're all it was a bacchanalian yeah, it was very sensual and like the sun was like golden hour and everyone was just laying down, like lounging around, kissing each other. I was like, okay, Paradise has taken a turn, you guys. Mm-hmm. So In I wonder way, if the dude. boners have been there and then they go away. And they, No, the boners and the have always been with, there. Like the boners with the, the footage with the boners just gets cut. Yeah. Do, do they have that. to do they have to put a black rectangle over like a covered boner in the show? I honestly think that they would never even air like they'll like put a black rectangle over like a girl's ass or like yeah. Kenny's like 
quote unquote like naked penis, even though it's he's I'm sure he's wearing a speedo. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there was actually like boner footage, they ABC would never even dare put a black box over it. They would just cut it completely. It's a, it's ABC at the end of the day. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's ABC. Well, mm-hmm. I um I know it's it's taking Paris. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think there's way more boners than we're seeing, one hundred percent. And there a lot of be. times, a lot of times we're in the pool, so we can't see it. Uh, other times we're laying down for forever, so there's probably time to for it to you know calm itself. Relax. Yeah. yeah, relax. And I don't know if you remember, but Aaron at one point, um, they, he had been making out with Tammy. And she got up and he was like, and she was like, come on. He was like, well, I'm a little excited right now. So I can't really get up. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. So like, we know that they're around. They're, they're around. (laughs) I guess I'm just hoping for more. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to get more because it's ABC. Yeah. Okay. But back to let's, let's quickly cover Natasha. Nope. Let's quickly cover Brendan and Piper. Yes. Um, On the day bed. Yeah, they basically get confronted by all these people led by Joe. Grocery Joe enforcer. Yeah, yes. And he, um, they all kind of question them. And then, of course, Brendan gets extremely defensive. Piper's a mute and is basically just like, well, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to go with. And then they they storm off and then they basically, they have a little conversation by themselves in which um, Piper lets everybody know that you guys she has a master's degree in marketing um (laughs) that was amazing yeah and then she says i I don't even need this shit i got a master's degree yeah i like that her her, she's like i could be i could make more money by utilizing my master's degree to get more followers was the way that she would be utilizing her master's degree (laughs) yeah exactly she was like i think i can figure out how to get a few more followers i I have a master's degree in marketing i don't need a reality tv show or anything like that exactly do it it's like then why haven't you done it piper yeah the one thing that you you missed that i took note of and i thought Mm -hmm. it really speaks to brendan's character which is that Mm -hmm. joe says can we have a conversation and brendan says come at me papa and papa just papa you didn't catch that point he says come at me papa mikey and i were probably screaming at the top of our lungs talking about something it, it um, was again i felt it. like to me like it just confirmed all the earlier suspicions that i had of brendan during Tasha's season that i feel like i've now been proven right on yeah narcissist yeah, yeah. gaslighter gaslighter what a yeah. fucking joke i cannot stand him now i see him in a totally different light and it's crazy and piper piper has the worst personality horrible like... and natasha is a goddess so no, yeah, th- that no. was the thing natasha looked i would argue she was like one of the two or three most beautiful women. Like the way her dress was beautiful last night. I, I think she's she the hottest. Was, I thought she was so attractive last night. Yeah. I no, I totally agree. And it's shocking that he was like completely un- incapable of like making a romantic connection with her. It's like, really? And and, you're talking he, to- and he doubled down on his criticisms of her where he comes off as a complete jackass. Mm-hmm. right where he was like talking about how there was like no real opportunity there she has no other prospects you have no for, like, suitors love. he said i mean yeah. it was terrible like, he, he, he comes off as such a jackass I look know. at musley james musley james would want to spend the rest of his life with her 100 percent. and also like guess what she would have had suitors this is the whole point is that brendan swooped her up and 
fed her like lies and bullshit the whole time. And she would have had way more suitors if he hadn't wasted her entire time in paradise. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't say, I'm not feeling it. He said like, I just want to take things slow. And I'm like, I've got my guard up and all that. Mm-hmm. Waxing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's such a joke. If, yeah. if we can go off the episode for a second. Yeah. I have, I have two thoughts. One thought and a question, which mm-hmm. Hannah, you and I were texting about this, but you sent me his apology on Instagram. Yeah. Which for the listeners who haven't seen it, it's it's basically the length of like of like Homer's The Odyssey. Like it's like a novel <laughs> that you have to work through. And it is it is mm-hmm. treating this like, you know, like a, like a global crime had just been committed. Yes. Um, but then at the end of it, it says a full statement is to follow. <laughs> like it, it is like the crisis management that he's handled on this PR evidently to, to, to maintain his followers is mm-hmm. hilarious to see unfold on social media. I know. Yeah. Mikey and I were speculating that be- because Brandon had removed his media contact and his bio and mm. we we're wondering if maybe he was fired by his like agent, like influencer company or something. Yeah, yeah, whatever the call. hell. So uh, yeah, that was not, one thing you, you brought up last episode. I thought was interesting is like the the, the bachelor analytics or something on like bachelor followers. Data. Has, bachelor how data. has that been? How what's the trends even after this oh. episode with Brendan? Oh my god, no, it's been crazy. So we looked at it last night. So. Brendan is down over a hundred thousand followers. Um, Piper, Piper is down like not that many followers. I don't think she had even really that many to begin with, but she has gone down, but I did see something else that um, speculates that her engagement is like not authentic. Like for like, and what that means is that she's buying followers. Yeah. She has bots as followers. Uh, And um, and that's the master's degree at work. Yeah. And Natasha now has skyrocketed. She has like 450k. Yeah, she has way more than either of them combined. Good for her. That's that's a that's I guess we're leaving this on a good positive note then. I yes. totally agree. Who who is crazy enough to DM these celebrities and be like, you piece of shit? Like just go and unfollow them and that's where it hurts the most. Right. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, I don't I haven't followed either of them, but maybe I'll I don't know follow no. and then unfollow just to, to add to that number like haha <laughs> no no need. Yeah. i didn't follow them to begin with but um i just like i've been going back and checking and wow it's been fun to watch it has been fun to watch and, so and anyway when they're sitting on the day bed and she's talking about making more money and then she's like you know i just wanted to come on the show to make more money and now geez it looks like we might actually make less money i mean geez what happened here <laughs> i know and then she's like punches them and she's like i told you i didn't want to yeah it's like clearly that it's like all brendan's brainchild i can just see them like yep. oh my god i can just see them and, like drunk whenever they like met up you know in new york or wherever it was being like here's what we're gonna do Piper. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. coming up with this like master plan her being like yeah like 100 percent. and then it i cannot believe how much this blew up in their faces and we another thing that was funny was um, cause I think it was Demi who, who was like, well, then why are you guys here? If you just want to like, what's the point of being here? If you've already found your connection to each other. And they're like, well, the difference is that now we get exclusive time to just, you know, explore this relationship. But it's like, yeah. you guys aren't doing jack shit out in the real world. Don't pretend like you have full-time jobs that you have to attend to in lives. All you're right. doing is like, like if you wanted to quote unquote, focus on each other, you could do that. Why don't you go take a little Springs. go to Palm Springs for the weekend, will ya? Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste all of our time. But anyway, so 
they end up leaving. They end up leaving on their own, which was funny because Brendan was like, well, it's none of your guys' business if we're going to leave or not. And then the, like five minutes later, they're like, so we're going to head out. Yeah. <laughs> and um, well, like a- yeah, just, just uh, we'll be upstairs if anyone needs us and we'll be on our <laughs> way out. But Yeah. And then they I- get into their getaway car and they both look absolutely miserable. miserable. Well, you can tell, you can tell when they're, they're like, two synapses they have to rub together start firing and they're like shit <laughs> we look bad and then they're like it's better we just cut our losses and leave it's kind of like the same thing as when uh thomas is talking to tammy and he's like how do i deal with this so that i don't look horrible and then you can almost see the anger in his face where she's not letting him just like end the conversation oh, happily yeah. And he's like, yeah come on now tammy you're giving me a bad edit yeah. He's like, let's yeah. let's stop this now, Tammy. Yeah. I well, know. so that was uh, no. Go ahead. One of my other takeaways was that so Marissa, as I alluded to earlier, had probably the lowest <laughs> moment of the episode for me when she was looking whipped cream off of a man's toe. Sure. But the probably the line of the episode was Brendan says we're leaving, and Marissa says from this conversation or from the show. <laughs> and I thought that that was just perfect response. Like it was just like they were all out with knives, and and she delivered. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I really like her. I oh, I love her and Riley together. I can't. I love that they went to the boom boom room again, and then Riley was just so happy. The rest grinning, of the episode. grinning from ear to ear. Um, Thomas. So circling back to Thomas and Tammy. You, Mikey, you made a very funny comment while we were watching together um, when they're ha- Thomas and Tammy are having their, like, chat on the beach when he's basically telling her that he's, like, gonna start pursuing things with Becca. And it, it was basically because Thomas is just very, very dumb. And he is, yes. he's just trying to come up with any sort of, like, backdoor catchphrase. He is. He he's using them all. Think- yeah, and he was using like <laughs> ten in a row. Yeah, it was spark. Were... It was it yeah. was. I'm hoping, but I can't get there. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you where I'm at. And yes, I don't, yes. <laughs> I don't feel the fireworks, and uh-huh. you're great. Long term, long term. I was his like, cr- oh god. Yeah. To his credit, though, I did mark down like Tammy was throwing the book at him in yeah. terms of being like after their probably you know a week and a half vacation together she says you were my best friend i trusted you with everything <laughs> I, and, she said, and she said i gave him everything and they didn't even go to the boom boom room no that's yeah. true that's true I she know. went very it's... stassi schroeder with her birthday mm-hmm. proclamations mm-hmm. she did like it's all over for me yeah um i know i did feel i did feel for her because her choosing Thomas over Aaron bit her in the ass and she yep damn like that just sucks for her she oh I feel bad and he's um, like I told you bro I told you that the, this was gonna happen I'm basically like Nostradamus up in this joint yeah exactly oh my god yeah. oh yeah he's and, and so Thomas I, I I get similar vibes from Thomas that I get from Brendan like he just seems like a fuck boy like I don't mm-hmm. trust him at all totally yeah. but but no one has trusted him from the beginning which is like really yeah like he was he basically was um everyone kind of did the same thing to him on his season of the bachelorette and they were like you should go like you need to leave man because he would like what he do he um revealed to everyone that he came on the show with like maybe the hopes of of becoming the next bachelor which like 
everybody kind of thinks that in the back of their mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he like came out with it. He was he just seemed really like he was you know he just kind of seemed manipulative and like telling people what they want to hear and you know yeah. he, which he totally is. So kind of like everybody is... kind of thinks in the back of their mind that they might get more followers and make more money, but Piper mm-hmm. and Brendan are the only ones that like spent an entire day talking about it on a daybed. Yeah, kind of like that. And yeah. it's I I realized during this episode that I I think I'm turning on Becca. Yeah. I I felt that last time when I told you like she is clearly the producer's favorite and it, it yeah. it's almost like that exact thing where it's like you know like the the teacher's favorite in the classroom who's like always just trying to do like the best thing and the teacher like really likes them a lot and you just like say fuck that person from the back of the room. That's kind of how I feel with Becca. Yeah. I I I think she's like kind of a bitch. No? She acts like the show is beneath her, but she's in the show. Oh, that's yeah. another thing I can't stand is her constantly being like, uh-oh, haven't held one of these roses in a while. Yeah, yeah, like, that was obnoxious. Whoopsie, haven't had to do one of these in a minute. It's like, okay, Becca, we get it. You were the bachelorette. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. That, that That has been one of the things that stuck out to me from the last two weeks. It's just that, she, I mean, they're keeping around as long as they can. And it, 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 it she's she's kind of like the princess of the show, it seems like. She's got yeah. Jon Snow plot armor at this point. Totally. <laughs> Crossover Quit Game episode. of Thrones. Let's, let's get in Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. brings me to and my Demi next is point Khaleesi. about Demi is the Red Wedding. <laughs> Demi, yes. oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna speed through the rest of this because we're already. Gosh, we've already. I know. We've already been talking for a minute now. Um. So Blake comes into the yeah, picture. Dud. Um. And he, which I don't remember him at all. Apparently, he was on Claire season, which I did watch, and I have no recollection of him. He must have gone home early. Um. But <laughs> he, and then during her interview, she was like, "My vagina bits were talking yeah. to me." And we talked about that for a well, while. Didn't she say her vagina bits were? were dancing they were dancing mm-hmm. that it was the, very, i mean it was quite steamy quite a lot I, of tongue action this episode i did feel bad i i know my top five guys from last episode that i'm sure the listeners were enthralled to hear yeah um, i put i put the the blonde haired buff guy i think his name is james right yep yep and i just his edit basically this week was him telling tia before the rose ceremony i really feel like we've got something going here and then Next cut is her being like, all right, I like this guy. And just like moving mm-hmm. on as quickly as you can. Yeah. Poor, Poor James. James. I know. I feel for him. He's a, he's a really nice guy, but he just cannot break through with a connection with anyone. So I feel bad for him. He and spends so I much time know. lifting weights. I know. That's. No time Mikey. adding personality, I guess. There we go. Mikey had planned to say that. <laughs> the delivery wasn't as good as i thought it, it, it felt a little rushed i'm not gonna do you want to do it like, again do you want to yeah. do it again should we set it up yeah, yeah you know james he spends way too much time putting on muscle not enough layers of personality uh, that was and that better. actually worked better that actually that, was better. Better. that yeah. was better you're like no it wasn't no yeah. no it was better it, it, flowed. it flowed the best thing is that the listeners don't hear the first one because it'll be edited out right hannah completely right <laughs> I might yeah. leave it in. I might leave it in. But I remember he said that while we were watching, and I said, "Hey, write that down. Write yeah. that down." 
because that's because that's the good <laughs> stuff because that's completely true he's way he's really buff and it's like james you're 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 almost you're there good. with the personality you're, you're yeah. almost there just like a, try a little bit harder to be funny or something and then yeah. and then you got it yeah it's a waste of his time and also cut your hair i wish he would do that i wish he would cut his hair yeah the um, slick back hair doesn't look good no and speaking of people with uh hair that's that needs to be cut immediately the joe last park time. yeah joe so what was your feeling on joe do you like joe no i i actually can't stand him i i hate really him. see i yeah. was very excited because i mean i i picked him out from Asia season because yeah for the listeners who don't know i am part japanese so any asian representation i get very excited for on the bachelor mm-hmm. um but i mean i didn't know he was such good friends with brendan so i feel like i can't like him as much now given my feelings on brendan and mm-hmm. the way that the date unfolded with Natasha was pretty painful. Like he com- he comes oh. off as just like much like a, like a fake personality kind of in a way, right? Like he's just like he, fake he goes charisma. My, in a way. He goes my Brendan. That was yeah. pathetic. That was a pretty pathetic. painful part of the episode. Yeah, oh, you guys. When when Joe decided to start speaking Spanish on this date, oh I, my god, I completely dried up. I completely, I became, I became a hustler. You weren't woman. dancing, as you, as, as Tia would say. It wasn't no, my, my no, the Virginia bits. <laughs> they were stagnant. Were I, I was desperate to get away from my television set when Joe was on the screen, and him, him listening to Natasha with his hand, with his, with his head cradled in his hand. Did anyone catch yeah, that? I did. That's, yeah, what, that's was... what he was doing when he said, "My Brendan." Oh. It felt, it felt performative. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. And like, also, I looked him up. He is an anesthesiologist, which is like a big deal. Yeah. If you're coming on this show yeah. as an anesthesiologist, something's wrong with you, buddy. Something's yeah. wrong. You gotta, we gotta go back to square one here. Cause, Would you uh, trust him as your anesthesiologist if you know that he is just coming off Bachelor in Paradise? Like he's about to put you under for surgery, I would feel a little. I would question. I would ask for maybe a different anesthesiologist. Well, it sounds like he'd put her to sleep, so maybe. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I yeah. he he would. <laughs> I he, appreciate that, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I great think, for surgery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, you know who else? Um, you know who I would trust with my life? Oh my god, I'm being I'm so bad with name recall this episode, but, um. Riley? Ga- no, the 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 gal from from Real Houses of Dallas, who is an anesthesiologist. Oh, I don't know. Who oh, that is. I know Dr. who you're talking about. I can't remember her name. Shit, I can't remember her name. I but anyway, she was oh my god, laser focused. I was obsessed with her. If she were my anesthesiologist, I'd be I'd be thrilled. Oh, um, Doctor Moon. Fuck, I can't remember her first name. Anyway, Tiffany. Tiffany. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, Joe should take some some notes from Tiffany because yeah. wow, I cannot fucking stand him. Um, <laughs> and then what else? Oh yeah, Joe and Serena P have a really cute moment. They tell each other that they're they're falling in love with each other, um, and I I really like them together. I feel horribly for Kendall. Kendall shouldn't have come. She shouldn't have subjected herself to this. But I think she honestly thought there was a chance that her and Joe would get back together. I mean, okay, from the but... last episode, her her like intentions were very unclear it seemed like at first she wanted to get back together with him. then it was like to like clear the air so that they could both move on it was very confusing and i don't think she even knows yeah 
No, she hasn't. It doesn't sound like she's been straightforward. Like I, I was even struggling to understand why she was there in the first place, because if you're there to get closure, uh, that's the worst possible idea you could have. If you're trying to get Joe back, I can see why you would come, but then, but then be honest about it. I feel like she kind of felt that he maybe wasn't that interested in getting back together. And so she kind of like pulled back and it, it if you're really going to go there to win him back, you have to just like go all in, you know? Yeah. Do we think that Kendall is going to start dating someone and Joe is going to freak out or Kendall's going to just be like, fine, I'll move to Chicago. And she doesn't Joe have a real in. connection with Ivan. I think that was clear from the, the very painful Ivan offering to kiss her and her being like, <laughs> oh I'm, yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yeah. It's either going to be someone shows up and she makes it happen with him or she's going to just like capitulate on the Chicago thing and get back with Joe. I I think I vote for option three, which is that she's going to send herself home and do some soul searching. That makes That's sense true. to me. That could happen. Yeah. But then what's going to send Joe off the deep end? Does something happen? How do we, how do we know preview? he goes off the deep end? Don't we see Joe going off the deep end in the previews before the whole, like the whole initial preview for the whole season? I thought oh, we I saw that. See that. Oh, maybe. There's got to be remember. something that sends him off the deep end where he like starts crying. Oh. Then it has and right to be now we've got Kendall. like jovial enforcer Joe, and yeah, depressed crying Joe, bad edit Joe is coming. Mm-hmm. Oh God! But you might have missed depressed crying Joe at the very beginning. No, when he was just like he wasn't full on crying. It was like he was he was like I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, but he was like isolating himself. And no, he did cry. He actually did cry. He was like, he was like, I don't know why I came. I miss Kendall. Right. He's like, it's all, it's all flowing back. I do remember that. Maybe that's what it is. Well, we'll see. I don't remember any teaser of him losing it, but if it does happen, wow, I'm looking forward to it. I think he's gonna lose it. Uh, He might. He might. So from the rose ceremony, that was like the last part of the show. Yeah. Who, like who are the people that are there, are you going to miss anyone who who was sent home? Honestly, I'm going to miss um actually no. Nope. I I I might have missed um what is it here's her, her name Deandra? Oh my god, you guys, I'm so bad with the names. Yeah, um, yeah I really like I really liked her whatever she had going on with um she was like a fun member of like the Greek chorus with Riley and Marissa, like the three of them were cute, but, and I, I thought she had a good chance at finding someone, but it just like never happened really. Um, but I think she kind of did that to herself by not giving a rose to Chasen or whatever his name was earlier. Um, Cause that was kind of like her, her most promising uh, prospect. Got it. I like Yesenia um, a lot from the two episodes I've watched. She was a standout for me. Yeah, um, I like her. Do yeah. we have time to talk about Chris's speech? Absolutely. When he, when he's like, well, first of all, when in the previous episode, um, Alana shows up and he's like, oh God, I feel really bad about what I'm about to do to Yesenia, but I'm just going to kiss you right now. And then after oh they're done, God. she's like, how did you feel about that? He's like, I don't know about you, but I feel great. Oh. <laughs> I'm totally good. And then fast forward to this episode and she shows up on the beach and they're going on the date. And he like <laughs> steps forth in front of the entire cast. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't care what any of you guys say. <laughs> I'm going on a date with Alana. 
<laughs> and I'm following my heart. And they're mm. all like, dude, we don't care. Yeah. If you talk to Jasenia. And then he goes and tries to talk to her and she's like, fuck off, dude. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I want nothing to do with you. Yeah, I love my I loved how he was like, This is gonna upset a lot of people. Yeah. I, yeah. I need to follow my heart and I'm gonna go on this date. Everyone's like, it's like crickets. They're like dot 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 dot. Um, that was from actually last week. Right. Yeah, that was on the previous episode. But Oh, see, it's clear that so Mikey doesn't listen to this podcast. If anyone has any questions about that. He's never I, listened to one episode of this podcast. I so am he, offended even on the episode that I I was on that he he was not listening. That's not true. No. I did listen to part of that episode. <laughs> part, of that okay, episode. part of it. Yeah. 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 Did you even Today. you didn't even make it to the challenge, did you? No. That's why I was yeah. totally confused for that initial conversation. Well well, David and I David and I um went a little too far on the last episode. We did. I, I will we say. did. I, I Is that what we're doing right that now? It was like yeah. That you asked me to be like if you look at the analogs of dish history of runtime, it's like <laughs> 45 minutes, hour 10, 55 minutes, an hour 45. <laughs> <laughs> an hour 45. Yeah. I guarantee you by the end of that episode, there was not a soul listening. No. So I think that's I... what impacted our challenge poll on Instagram, where I'm very hurt that less than 50% of people would rather, <laughs> it was like, I have a life rather than watch the challenge. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I, I was in charge of that poll. But more people, you know, there were some challenge heads out there. And also, just as a side note, did you see that Fessy and Amanda are in a full-on relationship? Well, you texted me that. And I, I, I just am sure because from the, yeah, from the uh challenge aftermath as i was telling you that I, again I, I didn't mean to pivot this to the challenge despite the fact that i really did want to pivot it to the challenge mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. was that he was hooking up with michelle during the challenge aftermath which is their after show so i i'd be surprised because amanda was sitting in the room while they were talking about that relationship well as of now they went on a little trip to like mexico or like costa rica or something and did a full like that, photo shoot. that is his mo too he did the same thing with tori where they went to like the dominican republic it's you yeah. know it, in another breath he's going to be hooking up with uh i don't know laurel or car maria so just mm-hmm. give him time and then you'll be jealous because uh, you I love car from the last conversation that obviously i will be so yeah yeah okay well overall good episode it looks like next week there is a hurricane coming to paradise. Everyone has to evacuate. It seems very dramatic. So can't wait to follow along. And honestly, thank you, ABC, for giving us one episode this week. I could not I could not do that for, for one more second. Okay, Plus do one. you guys want to move to our quiz? Yes. Okay. I'm very excited for this. I'm ready. Hey. I'm, I'm yeah. this a, and is, this is a Bravo quiz or a housewife quiz? It's going to be a housewife's quiz because there's there's really not a good Bravo quiz out there. Okay. That I could access. I, I will be very bad at this. So I, I hope that adds to the comedy or it, you can cut it out. <laughs> well, it certainly <laughs> will. Yeah. Especially yeah, if you guys, both suck. So, well, you guys can answer together. So combine your, your brain power. Okay. 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 So this is just a wild card question. How many total installments are there of the Real Housewives franchise? And this includes... In the whole world. Like, like so like, international? In the whole world? Yep. Interesting. Oh, God. So I'm, I'm going to guess. Oh, no, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you four options. Oh, no. Oh, oh, is it multiple choice? Yeah. Oh, is every question that or are we going to guess? 
No, every question is multiple choice. Okay, okay. Is this currently active? What do you mean? Like they're they're currently airing. So like Dallas, yeah. you said is off the air. Does that count? Oh yeah. No, I mean like in total, like how many have there been? Okay. 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 12, 16, 18, or 21? This is global or in the U.S.? Global. I'm going to say 21. I was going to say 21, too. That is correct. Nice. Boom. Woo! One for one. One for one. One for one. I'm not keeping score, so maybe you guys will. Okay, which one of these housewives did not have a singing career? Okay. Sheree Whitfield. She's from Atlanta. Yep. Giselle Bryant from Potomac. Gretchen Rossi from Orange County. Or Luann Deliceps from New York. I believe Giselle is the one without a career in singing. Is, is that the third one, the Orange County one? Second no, one, Potomac. Is... I was going to do the Orange County one. Okay. Gretchen D.T. Yeah. Gretchen D.T. Okay, so... Mikey, you are right. It was Giselle. She's the only one without a singing career. Mm-hmm. Mikey, look at you. I'm very, hey, I mean, I learned from this. Mikey watches a lot more Housewives and Bravo than I ever knew because 95% of our conversations are about a random NBA game. So this is impressive. Yeah. I watch a lot of things. You do. There's a lot of, I mean, honestly, same. Okay. So which <laughs> housewife claimed that she was engaged 19 times? This is an iconic, iconic, housewives piece of history here number one luann deliceps number two danielle staub number three ramona singer or number four gina kirschen schneider whatever her last name is i believe it's danielle staub because isn't that part of the <laughs> teresa judici <laughs> rant when she flips the table and gays 19 times that is exactly correct. Okay. Wow. I, I didn't even bother given that he was going on a history d- deep dive. So yeah. <laughs> I'm yep. just going to maybe follow Mikey on all these questions. Yeah. I literally know zero of the people that you've said so far. So. Okay. Well, you're maybe, okay. There will be some questions coming forward that you'll remember probably. Um, or you'll, you'll recognize. Prostitution people. whore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You have, you've surely seen that clip, David. When she flips the table. I have no idea what you're talking about. Engage 19 times. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to send you the clip. It's iconic. Um, okay, which real housewife has been married the longest? Brandy Redmond, Alex McCord, Kim Fields, or Lisa Vanderpump? I'm going to go with Lisa Vanderpump. That's the one I know. I think it's Alex McCord, but I think it could be Lisa as well. Okay, the correct answer is Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, boom. Yeah. Way to go, David. Woo! Save me. They, Lisa and Ken got married in 1982. Wow. Wow. That's, that's impressive. I, I can respect that. Must that must be right after the Poison music video or whatever Lisa was in. Oh, yeah. She was in a Poison music video? Yeah. Something. And she was in a couple, oh. um, like, episodes of TV, like soap operas. She was a what model. A life. What a life. I know. She's lived a life. Okay, what year... Did the Real Housewives of Orange County air? And if anyone has, well, I guess I'm looking at you. Is this, David, is this only. the first one? Is this the first one? First episode of the first fan. So, Orange County is the first one they ever did. Yes. What year? I'm gonna say 2000. Well, what do you do? You want? Well, do you want your multiple choice? I I feel like I'm just gonna guess 2007. That's my guess. 
Mikey? I think that's either right or close to right because I think it was during the real estate crash, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it was 2006. It was 2006. Wow. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with myself because I was just, I, I just remember like watching like very old Top Chef or something and then I think, wasn't uh, Queer Eye on Bravo at one point? Yeah. Yeah, because I, th- I know my, my family would watch that. So I think I, that, that just rung a bell. So I, yeah. I, I think I, I, think I get go. credit for, t- for being one year off of a, a random guess. That was good. That was actually really, really good. Okay. Which housewife has not been on The Apprentice? Bethany Frankel <laughs> has not been on. Bethany Frankel, Teresa Judice, Claudia Jorda, or Vicky Gunvalson. Sorry. Let me go with the last one. Wait, sorry. What was it? What sorry, was it? go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I just said D. Claudia's name wrong. I was going to say D. Vicky? Yes. Uh, is it correct? Oh, is what? it really correct? Yeah, but wow. I believe that Vicky is a Trump supporter. So, okay, well, is is the, maybe Judice? Is Judice? Is that someone famous too? Is, is that person married to someone? Teresa Judice. I mean, yeah, yeah. She she was on it. But is she like married to someone? I feel like I've heard that last name. She was the one. She's the one who went to jail, and her husband went to jail too for. Oh, maybe fraud. that's why I've heard it then. Oh, you you. Oh, come on. You've heard of them. You've heard of them. Oh, I forgot to say Jersey was in my top five back in back when you asked me. I love Jersey and I highly recommend that everyone watches it. Okay, next one. Which I shouldn't even have to give you guys a multiple choice for this. Which prosthetic part did Aviva Drescher throw on Real Houses of New York? Leg. (laughs) I was going to guess a leg no matter what. So, yeah, that is correct. Leg. Did that, when did that happen? Was that recent? No, it was years ago, and she they were in a big fight, and she was and she talked about her fake leg the entire season, and then the yep. end they were like at a rap party, and she was like the only someone called her fake, and she was like the only thing that's <laughs> artificial or fake about me is this, and she rips off her fake leg and throws it on the ground. Yeah, that's a pretty good. That's a good moment in front of the that's entire drama. party. It was. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I miss her. (laughs) Okay. What was almost the name of Real Housewives of Orange County? So before Real Housewives was was even a franchise, what did they want to name it? Desperate Housewives of Orange County? Oh, that's actually, that's probably where they got the idea of the show, isn't it? I think it is, but that's probably incorrect. Good call. They they wouldn't have done Desperate Housewives. Anyway, we'll let you read Mm -mm. the list. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The Housewives. Rich women fight. OGs of the OC or behind the gates. Oh, behind the gates. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with B. Rich women fight? Yeah. Okay, David, you have to think about not what you would call the show. <laughs> you have to think well, about no, like, this, the general so public. I say, that, I say that because there was a show called like Bad Girl Club, right? Bad Girl yeah. Club. And I feel like that's it was airing around the same time and I just... That sounds like a similar name. And so I thought that was on Bravo, wasn't it? No, that was on Oxygen. <laughs> and I I'm know that because that I you know it. the Oxygen channel. And because like, I ain't getting no sleep because of y'all. <laughs> exactly. So y'all ain't getting no sleep because of me. That's because Mikey and I watched the Bad Girls Club, okay? Okay. Yeah, we're saying it. We're saying it here. Okay, here so now. then I'll go with uh, 
D behind the gates. That is correct. It was behind the gates. I remember that now because I yep. watched a documentary on the start of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So did I. And also mm-hmm. they, um, and in the first, like the very first scene of like the intro clip, they show like these gates being opened because the initial thing was they were all being filmed in Coto de Casa, which is a gated community in Orange County. Which mm-hmm. is why Vicky is the OG. Of the OC. Of the OC. Yep. Is it confirmed that Desperate Housewives was the inspiration for the show? Um, I'm pretty sure that's true, but I was never, I really never really got into Desperate Housewives because again, it's a scripted series and you yeah. know how I feel about those. And Nicolette Sheridan. Okay. Which housewife got divorced and then remarried her ex-husband? Oh, um, from Potomac. Is, is it Juan Dixon's wife? Yes. That's, is it, is it really? Oh, that's it. That's actually. But that's true. They haven't been fully remarried yet. So, but so oh. taking her out of the equation. But yes, you are correct. They got divorced. Robin, Robin, Robin. That's her name. Yeah. But that's wrong. That's wrong. Who else has done this? Do you want me to give you your <laughs> options? Yeah. I just, I, I just know Juan Dixon was on the show. That's the only reason why I guessed it. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, Emily Simpson, Danielle Staub, Nene Leakes, or Luann Deliceps. I'm going to say Luann because you've said her name like four times now. No, it's not Luann. Luann didn't go back to the count. Mm-hmm. But she, but I think Nini did go back to the... She did. Yeah. yeah. She did. You're correct. It's Nini. But what's rest her husband's peace. name? Greg. Greg. He actually just yeah. passed away. Oh, rest in peace. I know. Okay. Sorry for Next lost. one. I know. Which famous actor did Carol Radziwill date? Oh, George, George Clooney, Dr. Ross. What? Really? Correct. It's George Clooney. Oh, my goodness. George, Mikey doesn't even need the list of. I know. He doesn't even need the multiple choice. Yeah. Sometimes. Hannah, the fact that we spent an hour and 45 minutes on everything else but this is very good because I would have gotten any of these correct. Okay, good. Well, I'm I'm glad that this is this is kind of fun. This is like a fun quiz. Well, it's more like because Mikey can get a sixteen hundred on this freaking test. So like, it's, this is my yeah. SAT, baby. I'd be yeah. going to Harvard. You you sure would. God, you're killing it right now. Okay, which this is kind of hard. Which hit single does Candy Burris not have writing credit on? So if you don't know. Candy Burris for David is um, a member of Real Houses of Atlanta, and she's like a really successful um, songwriter. And okay. she also was in she also was in a group called Escape. Do you remember them? Was this was this a person who? Because uh, there's a Conan O'Brien sketch where he uh, triumphed the insult comic dog interviews the cast of Real Houses of Atlanta. I'd encourage everyone to listen to it or watch that if they do. Mm-hmm. Was this the person who's a singer? She has a song called like. You say I'm, you know, garbage. I say I'm fab- fabulous. Is it that person? No, that's somebody else. Okay. That's Kenya. She's not like a legit, like Candy Burris is like legit. Like okay. actually okay. legit. So listen to these. You're going to recognize these songs. Okay. okay. So which hit single does she not have writing credit on? Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Say My Name, obviously, Destiny's Child. Bills, 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 and No Scrubs. Oh my! Wait, so she has writing credit on all those other ones? She has writing yep. credits on all three oh, wow. of the. She doesn't have writing credits on Ed Sheeran. Um, that'd be that was gonna be my guess was Ed Sheeran. 
Okay, incorrect. She does have writing credit. On wow. Yeah. Fell she right have, into the trap. Yeah, she doesn't have writing credit on Say My Name. Wow. She doesn't. But she, but has, she has Bill's no Bill's Scrubs. Bills. She has Bill's Bills Bills and no and Scrubs. No scrub. That's and impressive. No wow. Good I for knew her. she wrote for TLC. Yep. Yeah, we knew about no scrubs. My sixteen hundred is gone. I know it's okay. There's still time. We're still we're oh, there's a lot of questions here. Wasn't Ed Sheeran accused of stealing that song though? I thought from Candy. No, like he there was there was some someone who claimed that he stole like Shape of You. Oh, hmm. Didn't hear about that. I didn't either. But probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Next. How much did the stars make on the first season of The Real Housewives of New York? These are your options $7,000, $9,000, $15,000, or $20,000. Wait, total or per episode? Total. What? Really? Season, Is that little? The first season of Real Housewives of New York. This was forever ago oh my god i'd say like nine thousand dollars would be my guess i think it's 15 okay it was seven thousand dollars wow yeah that's really interesting that they were paid Mm -hmm. that little wow Mm -hmm. i know (laughs) that's that's like trivial for them yeah i know do we know how much they make now like half a million dollars a season yeah i think i think it's like per episode it's I mean, it totally varies, so I actually don't know. But, um, okay. Which housewife counted Princess Diana among her business clients? Oh, sorry. Among her business's clients. This is for the real, this is for the real ones out there. Sonia Morgan, Jill Zarin, Yolanda Foster, or Dorinda Medley? Uh, We're asking. We're asking who has... Lady so who? Guy? So well, yeah. One of these, one of these ladies had a company, and actually, I'll tell you what the company is. They had a cashmere business where they made cashmere sweaters, and Princess Diana was their client. And it's it's Deandra and it's Sonia Morgan, Jill Zarin, Yolanda Foster, or Dorinda Medley. Think about the backstories of these ladies. I'm pretty sure you could guess which one it was. I think it's Jill. Okay. Because of the textiles? Yes. David, what do you think? I said Dorinda. It's Dorinda. Wow. Wow. Yep. David. David. I don't know who she is, but I just had a sense. I had a feeling it was Dorinda. Dying yeah. Dorinda. That's How what I was you thinking. Sense it? Yeah. Well, Dorinda used to live in London. So that would have been a good indicator of, um, you know. Mm. Mm, who it was. I didn't know I that. Yeah, yep. Okay. Um, um, okay. Real fast, I just had an update on the Ed Sheeran stealing a song. It's oh. actually, he doesn't get any royalties anymore from Shape of You because it was found that the melody is so close to TLC's No Scrubs. Oh. And so I think that because she wrote No Scrubs, she gets credit now on Shape of You. And that's how she's credited on that song. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's like the okay. new, the new, uh, it's like Robin Rodrigo stealing Paramore. Oh yeah. You were all about that at the bachelor party. You were saying that. It's uncanny. Well, yeah. every song now is a nod to, I mean, they, there's only so many melodies. Right. But right? the world has only gotten more litigious. 
Tell me more about that. I just mean like people have been stealing each other's songs forever, but oh, now it's but like the, yes, easier yes, to, litigious. to sue. Correct. Correct. Yes. Litigation. Nah. Yes, yes. Yes. Got it. Okay. Okay, guys, we're only 50% of the way done with this quiz, so I think I should cut it off here. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're approaching an hour and a half, so. We, we, should, we should stop, but we'll save the rest of this for next time. But let me ask you this last question, because this is a good one. Which housewife allegedly has mob connections? Oh, this Judice, I'll just say. Okay, well, it... she's... She... Okay. I think was it's Daniel right? Scobb. Well, do you want the options? Sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, Nicole. We're just excited. Yeah, I'm just excited. The mob, the mob. Nicole Napolitano. Okay. Dina Manzo. Teresa. Oh. Teresa Aprea. Sorry, different Teresa. Or Danielle Staub. Oh, mob so Mikey had a guess that was correct. I, I feel like you're trying Daniel to like Staub, bait us. But I also think Dina Manzo, maybe. Mm, I don't know. I think what you're you... trying to bait us with like the the napolitano as you're just trying to throw in like a very italian name in there Dave, um, take it i'm like there. mozzarella yeah yeah uh i would say what was the c name teresa aprea yeah. i think i'm gonna go with aprea teresa aprea let me let me just google this because because i feel foolish um oh yeah she was on jersey named teresa um forgot about her honestly okay it's dina manzo yes did i do i get that i get 50 50 percent yeah yeah no you get that danielle stop is a stripper (laughs) yeah totally okay okay actually let's go one more question this is a good one which location has the highest ratings oh i was actually gonna ask about this yeah potomac new jersey orange county or atlanta I think Atlanta has the highest ratings. I was going to guess New York. Um, You said Orange County, Potomac. Is that Mm -hmm. right? New Jersey or Atlanta. I feel like it's... Is... Is that... This um, this is about a year Lisa Vanderpump on Orange County? Was she on Orange County, Lisa Vanderpump? Yeah. No, sorry. She was on Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. I, I, I guess I'd go with Atlanta as well. It's Atlanta. Yes. There you go. And there we go. We could leave it there. Good job. What's your, ta- what's your takeaway from the quiz, Hannah? I had a I had a blast delivering this quiz to you guys. I actually learned some stuff. I had a blast as well. I mean, I learned a lot more about Mikey than I was expecting to during this podcast. So I appreciate you setting this up, Hannah. Mikey, you were a star. Thank you for thanks for just knowing your stuff. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for having me. If I ever did a challenge quiz, David, you would ace it, of course. I mean, that, that, you know, that's that's asking LeBron James, you know, what is basketball? So <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. Okay, no. we're gonna leave it at that. Anyone have a breaking dish? I kind of do. I don't know if it counts, but Mikey, take it away. Okay, so I saw this thing that there's a new <laughs> show coming out. Uh-huh. Uh, a reality TV series called The Activist. Have you heard of it? I have. It sounds dreadful. Yeah, I think it's getting a lot of um, a lot of bad press. Tell tell us what the what the premise of it is. 
Yeah, so the idea is you have like judges, famous judges, Priyanka, Chopra, Jonas, mm-hmm. and Usher and Julianne Huff. I don't know why. Um, and these activists come forth and they try to put forth uh, their causes, but it's not measured by how much money they raise, but actually by social media engagement. I have a quote from Andy Wilson where he says, He's from bleedingcool.com. Sounds very mm-hmm. reputable. He says, could very well be the worst idea for a TV show ever. And mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I just Googled it and there seems to be quite a bit of backlash to this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if they really like actually aired it. I think a lot of the criticism is why don't we actually use the money that was spent paying these judges, these wealthy celebrities um, who clearly cost a ton of money to bring on to the show. Why don't we use that money to like donate to like grassroots organizations and like actually help instead of like making yet another TV show, which just like we're of activists competing with each other, you know? Yes. What is Usher getting paid? Oh my God. What is he getting paid? What gets Usher out of bed at this day, like at this time? I mean, uh, Usher doesn't have a lot to do. Let me tell you that much. Was no, like but I have a feeling it's then... got to be in the mills. It's, I mean, it's got to be something. Yeah. What else? Um, uh, David, do you have a breaking dish? So I, I, I did reserve this as my challenge information, which last time we talked about Abram. Yeah. And he recently, as of a few months ago, had his first child with a woman. And roughly like three months later has filed for divorce. And whoever that woman was, God bless her because she's dealing with a psychopath. So I hope I wish her the best. I do. I also wish her the best. And it sounds like um, it was the right thing for them to break up to part ways. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, those are really good breaking dishes, guys. I don't even have one um, because I expected you two to bring one. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, honored. <laughs> okay, well, I think this we should wrap things up here. Um, again, I cannot express my my gratitude for you both coming on the pod, and you were great. And we'll do it again sometime. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, next next time um, Haley's on vacation, just let us know. Next yeah, time Haley's on vacation. Exactly. Okay, David, do you want to close us out? I do. I'll be the the end since I messed it up last time. Okay. <laughs> And I know, I know Mikey doesn't know what to do because he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to do. No, I do not. David? No, I, I was doing the, the end, I thought, the last half. You know, you're going to do, you're going to do, oh, okay, you want to split it. Yes. Okay. Okay, listeners, stay strong. And keep crossing over. Woo! Let's go. Bye, Bye. Bye.